I'm leaving this fucking meeting. <laughs> Bye. Oh, now, now I have to start stop it and restart it. No, I can I can cut that. I can. You cut can it. cut that. All right. Well, uh, as long right, as it's at the very beginning and the very end, it's pretty easy for me. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Or maybe I'll just leave all of this in. <laughs> maybe. Not after <laughs> what I'm about to play. All right. Everyone. We're gonna up. find out. I realized in this moment that I didn't share my audio, so you can't hear what I'm doing. So I was so oh. and happy with myself. And then I, I thought realized... you had froze. I thought you had froze for a second. I, I thought like... it wouldn't play. And you were like, well, all right. Well, you're going to have to cut. Now you're definitely going to have to cut this out. Now you're definitely uh, cutting it because it's going right. to be like 30 seconds of nothing. <laughs> all right. Let's try this again. Here we go. <laughs> Yes. This song's called Alice's Restaurant. It's about Alice and the restaurant. But Alice's <laughs> Restaurant is not the name of the restaurant. That's just the name of the song. And that's why I call the song Alice's Restaurant. <laughs> You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. And you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Mm, as is tradition, as is tradition. Oh, oh, let's get so it, world. Nice. So nice. So nice. Um, I, you know, we could just do a whole podcast where we force everyone to listen to the entire 19 minutes of the song. <laughs> uh, you know, and it, uh, but it is apropos as today is uh, November 22nd, 2023 at 4.08 Mountain Mean Time, which happens to be the day before Thanksgiving. And this song is a Thanksgiving song. Hence, Alice's Restaurant. And listeners, very much encourage you to listen to the entire thing if you have never listened to it. Sit down, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm not advocating anything, but maybe like, you know, roll a fatty, you know, and maybe just like, you know, sit back and put yourself like you're in the late 1960s and just, mm, mm, just vibe with it. Yeah, you may not advocate for it. I will advocate. <laughs> Definitely sit down and allow yourself to expand your mind a little bit. However, that might be. Because uh, the 60s would appreciate it. And, uh, that's what that song's for. But man, we used to listen to that yearly at your parents' house, John. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was also just reminiscing about the time Mr. Codcamp made us listen to that song in uh, yeah. uh, social studies, which in retrospect was a great way for him to like be hung over that day and not teach <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we're yeah. going to, I'm going to have you listen to a song that is the length of the entire class yeah <laughs> great Nailed tip it. for all you teacher listeners out there yeah there you go there yeah. you go and it's an anti-war song so good message so i was gonna say you know, my favorite hey. part of that is, is when he's like but that's not what i'm here to talk to you about <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> came to talk about the war. uh well listeners it is episode 198 wow oh we didn't we check so beforehand close. 
No, but I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm really pretty sure. I think uh, 198. I think that sounds about right. If it's not, you'll see it in the number, the title of the number, and then you can call bullshit. And you could write a five-star comment and then be like, hey, it's the wrong episode. And then, you know, that'd be great. But if it's not five stars, we'll delete it. But if it is, if it is, we'll delete it. Yeah, don't, uh, don't, no fucking Sith Empire assholes coming in here with one star. Get out of right. here. That's right. That's right. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna talk about what we're grateful for uh, today. Uh, and... <laughs> Oh, before we do that, let's just introduce ourselves. John Kelly, Denver metro area. What's up? Howdy, howdy. Uh, uh, glad, thankful to be off an hour early from work, <laughs> you know, because now that I'm a working adult, got to like actually sit and work. It's like you kind of look at yourself in the mirror and go, is that really what human beings are meant to do with their entire life is work no. 10 hours a day every day no. until they and die? I mean. Maybe. Anthropology would suggest no. <laughs> here we are. That. Yeah, that also does it does make me realize. I hope none of my bosses listen to this podcast because I did mention the time. But <laughs> anyway, you, you uh, know, the timestamp. I'm sorry is is uh, seven o'clock. That's right. Time? That's right. That's is right. That that's right. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. For that. That's what thanks. I'm seeing on all of my technology, which <laughs> is that, never wrong. So which is, ne- which is never wrong. And that that lovely correction there came from John Anderson, who is today in Ever. Colorado in the uh I guess you would call it the the home base I don't know the uh OGHQ OGHQ yeah there it is yeah yeah that's right is that is that the reason you played Alice's restaurant is because he's sitting there uh I mean I knew he was gonna be there but as soon as I thought was oh what song am I gonna play I think I thought about it for maybe three. I didn't even think of another song. I posed the question <laughs> in my brain, and within three seconds, the answer arose. And I was like, oh, that is only one choice. It so. was perfect, <laughs> perfect selection. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, how are you doing, John? Uh, good. Ready, ready for some Thanksgiving feasting, some time off of the capitalism clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, although I'm somehow the next several days like more busy than I usually am. But uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, right. this is by choice, which is which is nice. Is so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm grateful for capitalism. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't start it off like that. It'd be a, then the podcast would take a turn. It would be like a dinner table conversation <laughs> I've had before. Um, oh, uh, John Google. Oh, coming. And uh, I am your hostess, Moses, and West Coast Coast on the Tyler Grillo on Alone Land, aka Oakland, California. And uh, welcome to our colonizer holiday uh, <laughs> uh uh episode uh here we are um this is in the united states that like we only get time off of capitalism for like shitty reasons like other than mlk day now we have juneteenth and then like i guess you can argue what else can you argue fourth of july fourth of july fourth of july, fourth of july. Fourth of july. The... but then there's, there's one other one uh that i was like you could argue but really all the other day labor day? yeah but those have kind labor of become day, labor they're day. supposed to be good and memorial Day. they're actually all were basically originally anti-war but now they're used to like fly jets over and like give actual veterans you well know, PTSD and triggers so don't forget about capitalism and the sales the sales yeah, are the so, important so thing. much money so much money yeah. yeah yeah i saw i saw a great uh stand-up bit about uh 
about uh, people arguing over holidays. And he's the guy was like, yeah, I mean, I know it's a, a like a colonial like holiday on Thanksgiving, but come on, man, can't I just get drunk on a Thursday and like not worry about work <laughs> and then I have to think about it? Like I think about this shit all the time. And like, he went to do yeah. another raid. He's like, how racist do you have to be to hate Juneteenth to the point that you actually want to go to work that day? It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what an interesting. That's how we find out. That's yeah, yeah. That is yeah. How, yeah. It's like you dox people by who clocked into work that day. But you know, I mean, yes, uh, this holiday obviously fucked up. Um, would you recommend that whatever, if you are sitting at a table of some kind, to do a land acknowledgement and um, perhaps even donate some money or some of your time to volunteer for your local indigenous uh, uh, community. Um, and I also, if you look at history, am of the, I'm just doing a thing, so let me do my bit, guys, because uh, I'm the host, so I can. Uh, <laughs> if you look at, <laughs> not previously approved, just was, FYI listeners. I was going to say, were you worried about us just interrupting your bit? You're like pre, pre <laughs> like, please yeah. let me do my bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. I mean, I guess if I'm going off the rails, it's giving you permission. Uh, but um that if you look at history, many of the times uh, of of long, Not long off lasting, to a strong start. Just like the if history, look at history, at the history, the uh -oh. history. Um, there is a there is a there is a pattern that we sometimes see of holidays that were other things then transforming into different holidays because it's much is more difficult to get a people to just be like, hey, um, now this is a thing that we do. Um, and that's true in like certain countries and stuff. But if you look at like inside of religious traditions, often they have evolved from other traditions that already existed inside of cultures, right? Of course, Christmas is an example of this. Yeah, I was going to say the paganism of Christmas is my favorite. It's yeah, great. exactly. Because yeah. funny thing, you can actually tell when Jesus was born because it says it talks about the stars in the Bible. So you can actually figure out that it was in fucking July because he was a fucking uh, early, no, June, June, July, somewhere in there. June or July. Uh, that's, that's way, that's taking it literally. I only take the pieces of the Bible literally that I want to take literally, and that's not one of them. So <laughs> it was clearly a bit, and clearly it was snowing also in uh, Bethlehem. Anyways, so um, all that to say, I think that you know, it, looking at what are the what are the things that we could take from from a certain holiday, and I think being grateful, maybe being grateful for you know taking land from someone else and making your own, is maybe not the thing to be grateful for, but I think being grateful and having a holiday in which you acknowledge the gratitude for things uh is is something that i can get behind and that perhaps we could um be part of transforming this holiday maybe also in giving land back and other things but in the spirit of the gratitude part that is what we are going to do today we're going to go around and say some things that we are grateful for because this pod is full of really sad and terrible things and um maybe some of these things that we're having for are related to sad and terrible things because it's kind of difficult these days to find big old things other than i'm grateful for you guys i love you guys um, hey, I'm grateful for I don't you know guys our, too. Yep. Uh, I don't know if our listeners are going to want to hear us go around the circle and be like, "I'm grateful for my dog," you know. So, um, yeah, that is true. I mean, I've seen zero comments that enjoy the circle jerk that can sometimes <laughs> be us complimenting <laughs> each other. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Um, so, in that spirit, who would like to? That's pretty gross. Who would like to kick it off? um i can uh i my first thing that i'm grateful for in the context of this podcast is activists uh specifically activists that are on the ground uh grassroots 
the ones that don't ever get any kind of you know real acknowledgement uh the ones who stand you know outside of places with a clipboard and mostly get ignored um the ones who put in tons and tons of effort and very rarely see that effort reflected back at them to a degree that they deserve uh people forming underground networks to help people get abortions across state lines or contraceptives in the mail yep just anything that is um you know not in it doesn't get a light shined on it but in those collective actions it's how we actually make real and lasting change and so um i and i'm you know most of these people take it upon themselves it's not you know a a pro they're not prodded they're not rewarded it's just something that they care about and so uh i am grateful for all of those people because they are the ones who uh end up holding the world together (laughs) so um thank you to all of you because i'm sure that if you're listening to this odds are pretty good that you are one of those people that's right or you're someone like like Stu. sorry how to get a a stew joke in there how to get a stew joke in Um, well Stu advocates for you know himself that's right that's right that's right but he distribution of everything unless he's on top and we exactly so but it's much like the communist party in the ssr ussr uh it was uh cloaked in the um disguise of uh collectivism yeah yeah there you go um i can pick i can piggyback on that john because uh, uh i'll appreciate that the, the activist and um i'm 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 grateful for uh because this was in some ways you know um influenced by activism uh, around the world I'm grateful for uh, the four-day pause in the war um, that is happening in Gaza between Israel and Hamas. And it is nowhere near enough, right? It is not a ceasefire um, and really move. But I'm grateful that there's a pause in the fighting. I'm grateful that uh, 200 um, hostages from either side um, are, well, total, but there's hostages from either side are going to be released. And I'm hopeful that it can be a, a foundation for an actual ceasefire. Um, and an actual ending to 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 the war there. Um, so, you know, wish it was. Wish I could say it was ceasefire. I'd be grateful for that. Um, but grateful for four days in the pause, the humanitarian aid that's going to be allowed to come across the border um, during that time. Um, and uh, yeah, and I guess I'll say grateful also. I, I don't know if I said <laughs> how to frame this. grateful for the memo that biden put out i don't know if i say i'm grateful for biden generally Biden, uh but i do think that's how your uncle drunk uncle's gonna say it by the way at the table (laughs) but i am but his 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 op-ed or whatever they call it that he put out where he was basically like all right all right netanyahu you gotta you gotta chill the role or we're gonna start sanctioning you um, and that is at, at least uh, some acknowledgement of like, hey, we're not just going to bankroll you forever if you keep doing this shit. So um, s- slightly appreciative. I don't know if I was a grateful, slightly appreciative <laughs> for that. Yeah, uh, no, well, well said, man. Well said. And I, and I agree with everything you said. And um, it is nice to see some pressure from the U.S. government, because I know the last time we talked about it, that was one of my main points was that I was disappointed with what I felt was a very 
much a lack of public um, pushback, right? I knew that there was stuff going on behind the scenes that they were trying to work out diplomatically, but um, I like to see that. Yeah, um, I don't think from a humanitarian perspective, you could have asked for a better gift on Thanksgiving than to stop bombs falling on innocent people that are stuck in the way of a war machine. So um, yep. I agree about the ceasefire. Yeah. Uh, glad we got in Israel and Gaza. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a yeah. listeners uh, peel back the curtain. We had a whole uh, debate about not debate, I guess, discussion about what to have this podcast on. And we we're like, well, this is going to be too much to talk about. So as well, a here we are. standalone, here we are. but yeah, here we are. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't have much to contribute more than like war is bad and we probably should do it less. So yeah. uh, there's a really this... good Arlo Guthrie song about that. It's called I was Alice's just going to say, I would <laughs> recommend a song if you're curious and exploring more about this. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, yeah. Shout out Mr. Codcamp. Yeah. There we, there we go. Yep. Maybe one day, Maybe in the not too distant future, maybe we should throw together a um, '60s protest song list for our listeners. Ooh, post yeah. it for everybody. Um, or, or we'll do a pod where we list them out. We can debate them. It'll be a game that we can do sometime in the future. One of um, my players, side note, is taking an entire class on protest music, and I was like, mm, we where, "Where was that class?" Have, I, I know. I, <laughs> me, I was like, "Yo, have you talked about Marvin Gaye yet?" And I do believe they had. And I was like, let's go. Can I audit the class? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I just want to see the syllabus. Like today, your homework is to listen to Bob Dylan. And you're like, okay, right? I could do that. Yeah. She, she said it was mostly like hip hop, hip hop focused too. Dope. Nice. Makeshift yeah, nice, Patriots, nice, nice. St. Francis. Like what? Let's go. There's a lot of good there's a lot of good early because a lot of hip-hop came out of protest music so there's a lot of good early stuff you know dead prez and yeah you yeah. got a lot of, you know, a lot of good stuff. i need to check in with her about that but yeah i was like i could i can i i would like to take that class too please yeah. <laughs> there was that in college i think i probably would have just texted back yep keep raging against that machine and i'll do my best to do so also <laughs> Oh my uh, God, let's go. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right, I guess it's my turn to, to talk my first. Um, and I'll go a little specific. I've got a more ideological one. I think I'm going to do second, but I'll be a little more specific with this first one. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful for the passing of two big pieces of legislation from last year that will have started to impact some stuff on the ground, but will really kick off the next couple of years and in the next 10 years. And I'm talking, of course, about the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act and the Inflation Reduction Acts. Um, the help that it's gonna provide to disproportionately impacted communities and tribal communities throughout the country to invest in renewable energy, invest, invest in infrastructure improvements, to their crumbling infrastructure is going to be amazing. It's going to be really good. Um, And um, also it's going to train a lot of workers for a new economy, which is also really important as we transition to a new energy. So I think without those two pieces of legislation, I'd be a lot more pessimistic about where we're going to be in the next 15 years in terms of just 
general development economically within the country. And I think it's laying a really good groundwork. Even though we're not seeing it yet, the long-term view of it is actually, I think, going to be really, really positive for the U.S. in general. So I'm that is happy. some meat and potatoes kind of shit. Yeah, let's yeah. Go. If that was a, if that was a side, stuff, that yeah. would definitely be mashed potatoes or stuffing. That is, that <laughs> yeah, a <is>. lot of <laughs> carbohydrates in that yeah. Uh, yeah. that take. Let's build go. in that base. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, That's right. I will say, I fu- I love, I love this, Kelly. Um, I was watching a hearing uh, this week, um, just like a clip of it. I wasn't watching the whole hearing. I'm not that type of nerd right now. Used to be card carrying. Um, (laughs) And it was between Pete Buttigieg and a uh, Republican congressman. And they, it was just like, hey, watch a civil productive exchange in Congress. (laughs) And it warmed my soul. And they were talking about, like the percentage or the the materials used for asphalt and how we can make that more efficient for uh localities and i was like this legitimately like gets my blood pumping like i legitimately am super excited about this and want to see more of this and so i love Yours that's what like, functioning government's supposed to do is actually have boring ass debates about yeah. Asphalt yeah. Development that's right. that's right. yeah it's like that's do right. we include <laughs> plastics or not and it's like yes yeah. that's that is the functioning of government in a very like important way so uh i love that you pointed out like you know the 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 big max of that kind of thing as far as legislation goes and so um you know this is like something i don't think uh we have done a good enough job of or the democratic party generally about celebrating big wins uh for you know the biden administration and uh the governing um democrats in congress and it's stuff that's super unglamorous and doesn't get headlines much at all and is incredibly important and actually like makes a gigantic difference in people's lives so hell yeah, let's go basic functionings of government. <laughs> you got a second um, one, John? Yeah, so yeah, I got like kind of like a two-pronged kind of situation for this one, which is um, I am grateful for especially public figures, number one, changing their mind, and number two, being able to tell hard truths to the public. And so um, I've got two two anecdotes in mind in that kind of situation. Number one is um, that Democratic congressman from Maine who had opposed gun legislation in the past. And after Lewiston was like, hey, um, I'm actually changing my mind about gun legislation. I will work with anybody who wants to work on it. And I am standing up here asking for your forgiveness about my prior positions and that's the kind of like dude you're late but i very very much appreciate you changing your mind and you also like acknowledging that you were wrong you know like 
it's one thing to be like, oh, you know, uh, different facts have been presented to me and it wasn't my fault prior to this. But now that I have new information, you know, right, like right, right. that bullshit, he was like, no, I just super fucked up. And like, I failed you, my constituents, and I would like your forgiveness. And also I'm making like real change. Yeah. And so I really just appreciate that. And I would like to see it more. Um, as, uh, Emerson said, consistency is the hobgoblin of small minds. And so like, mm -hmm. let's, uh, be able to change our minds and have that be not only okay, but rewarded. And then as far as of like, maturity, as it should be. Yeah. And, and of leadership, you know, it's like, Hey guys, uh, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, sometimes I mess up. Here's an example. Please stay with me. Like, I think that that's just great. And I would love, love, love to see more public figures doing that. And I think they would be rewarded for it. And I think we would have a lot more respect for our governing class if we had more leaders doing that. But also it's our responsibility as citizens to reward that type of behavior, which we always haven't, which we haven't always been great about. So, um, and then also telling hard truths. I watched a clip um, the other night of I'm actually going to shout out Chris fucking Christie for going up in wow. front of a Republican crowd wow. and being like, hey, guess what? You know what's going to happen in March? Mark Meadows is going to get up in a court of law and look at Donald Trump and be like, that man asked me to commit crimes and I watched him commit crimes and that person shouldn't be president of the United States. Mm -hmm great thanks man like wish you did that earlier but same you know again just very grateful for you like telling the truth in a place where it's not easy to tell the truth and mm -hmm. so um i think that that is the type of leadership the founders of this country intended when they wrote the constitution and if we can get back to that kind of stuff I think we're going to be in a significantly better place as a country, especially if we're passing good legislation and have grassroots activism behind it. So um, utopia, yep. here we come. It's like two <laughs> steps away. It's really so close. close. So, so close. we're almost yeah. there. Yeah. So um, close. In a, yeah. In a similar vein, there's uh, the, the cover story of the Atlantic from this month is about Mark Milley and how he stood up uh, behind the scenes Great. against Trump's authoritarian. Great example. Uh, mm -hmm. another mm -hmm. another is Mitt Romney unleashed like I am yeah. I'm like where this guy rocks <laughs> like <laughs> I am I am like a Mitt Romney fan right now and so um, yeah. you know I I think that these things are are um, vitally vitally important people know yeah. when they're being bullshitted and they don't respect it and so yeah. um, even if people don't agree with you I think they want to respect you more than they want to agree with you if yeah. you're a, a leader so like yeah. let's let's do more of that yeah yeah no, i appreciate that john yeah i mean the the changing the mind is so important and then yeah what a weird bizarre world we were in where that's shown as like thought of like a sign of weakness to some people or whatever although i will say putting thankful or gratitude in the same sentence as chris christie is is difficult but i but i but i get where you're coming from and i agree with you in that particular instance it's all relative at this point it's all, right? relative. It's all relative at this point um all right, I could go with my my second one. Um, I I'm grateful for people who call people in, and you know maybe that's going to happen at some of the tables people might be at in these next couple of days. Um, but the calling in versus calling out, where it's like someone you know maybe makes a something that's 
slight hurtful or harmful or says something that's off color instead of being like you're a piece of shit fuck you they're like hey uh, what'd you mean by that or like uh, hey did you know that that thing has this connotation or that someone might be hurt one of my personal favorites is like hey that actually hurt my feelings um like you know uh that's always one that seems to disarm people in those conversations um and i think that like you know this the 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 calling out and the exclusionary um politics which my favorite one of those is like often white people um uh but the, the ones like we will learn something let's say about racism that we didn't know and then the next day we go and yell at other white people uh, who still don't know it on the <laughs> internet it's like just like it's just it's just like a special flavor of that um yeah, and that's not really helpful. It just leads some more divisiveness. And like, that's, you know, you, 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 uh, if, if we're talking about how we're going to come together, that's not really a way of coming together. Right. So I feel like the calling in is the, is the sweet spot of like love and accountability, you know, and those things being together. Yeah. So um, we're, yeah. uh, we're appealing to the better angels of our nature. Right. As yeah. we say, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. which I think is, is, is more long lasting. Um, yeah. So, and I get I, this is an interesting little i guess connection i just made uh i was watching or reading something about um coaching and it was uh if you like negatively go after a team it decreases their testosterone and it decreases their testosterone for a like long period of time whereas if you're positive with a team it increases their testosterone for a shorter period of time but it increases it and so even if they have a bad game you you shouldn't like come out and be like y'all fucking suck because it's going to make it worse not better and so and oftentimes people who you know have racist views or something like that um have like negative things going on in their own life and they are looking for a place to uh put that anger disappointment frustration that is not their own person and so um by you know like calling people to their better angels we actually might make a better a bigger impact for them um and so it's you know it's it's not just like some hippie shit that we do to like be nice it's actually about like making a difference and you know that kind of thing so um so yeah, be nice to people, but also be honest with people. Those are not exclusive. You can that's do right. the, you can do them at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I think I think that's a really good one, Tyler. And I think he gave the listeners some good practical advice on how to deal with uncomfortable or tough conversations that inevitably happen during the holiday season. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, people and and I understand it. And it's tough for a lot of people as they try to juggle work and family, the pressures that come around the holiday time, potentially being like a weird mixture of alone and with your family at the same time. And you get all these pressures put on you. And it's a good, good way to try to be the person in the room to bring people in um, and uh, allow yourself that space to try to work on work on yourself um, and be positive around people is always great. Um, and give yourself a break if it's, really terrible to just not engage um that's an option too um yeah rather than burning it to the ground really terrible Um, find a room go listen to a podcast maybe this one it's always (laughs) uplifting it will really turn around your day yeah scream into a pillow while you do it yeah totally (laughs) fine um all right uh my my second one um 
I think we were going to do two, right? So yeah, yeah, we're doing two. So you're doing four though. Yeah, yeah. Four? Oh, dear. Um, Pop quiz, baby. Here we go. Oh, I got to be faster on my feet. Um, I'm testing you from high school. We got to see how how your chops are still. Hell yeah, I love it. Uh, But no, what I was going to say is that I'm grateful that um, I, I, I live in a country that allows free speech. It allows me to sit here and have these conversations with you, be critical of leaders, be critical of people, um, and not get thrown in prison for it, not get banned off yeah. of the internet, banned off of you know um, anything. As much as the culture war out there wants to tell you that people are target on the left and the right and don't have platforms to speak and don't do it, it's like all that's bullshit. We still live in the United States. <laughs> yeah. and we have freedom of speech in this country for a wide range of things. You're allowed to talk about them. You're allowed to think about them. Uh, the ACLU defends people like Donald Trump, okay? Just as much yeah. as they defend people on the other side. So <laughs> we, we still have that. Um, I may, depending on what happens in the next election, may not be as high on what could happen with those things um yeah. given some of trump's most recent statements um but this is That's what we're right. grateful for not about what the potential future is so um yeah. yeah be grateful that you live in a country that allows all that stuff um and allows you to be politically activated and civically engaged and take full advantage of it we allow you mm-hmm. to be a fuckhead and we allow you to be wrong and like yeah there's something kind of beautiful in that i think uh it's oftentimes incredibly frustrating um, yes and also there are competing interests we have to deal with in in that regard um but i think it's um you know one of the ways i look at it is like it's part of the scientific method like we have to be able to make wild hypotheses and be terribly wrong about it and that be okay in order to like make progress in the space of human knowledge and so um you know it kind of like goes past even politics for me so um with that being said i think enjoy enjoy your food uh i would recommend maybe not doing turkey like let's be weird mm-hmm. do some do some crazy uh oh, but you, you, guys, you guys you guys will like this so uh i was in the grocery store last week it's kind of like a what is time type of question i'm in the grocery store i'm like how can i be healthy this week oh i'm gonna make some chili so i'm like Hell yeah, turkey chili. I'm gonna do it. I get home, I throw all the stuff in, and then I go. It's Thanksgiving week. I'm gonna eat <laughs> every fucking day of the entire week. Um, so that was my little flip up for the week. It's a good one. It's a good one. I'm doing pork tenderloin. So you know, oh, there you nice. go. Exactly. Um, well, glorious folks. Um, also just please 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 go listen to some alice's restaurant godspeed y'all this piece of paper's got 47 words that's some sense of word we want no detail of crime time crumbling out come thing got slept and turn about to crime one of the rest not suit naming out come thing got a say the top 45 minutes nobody understood the word that he said but we had fun filling out the forms and playing with the pencils on the bench there i filled out the massacre with the four-part harmony and wrote it down there just like it was and everything was fine and i put down a pencil and i turned over the piece of paper and and there there on the other side 
in the middle of the other side. Away from everything else on the other side. In parentheses. Capital letters. Quotated. Read the following words. Kid. Kid. You rehabilitated yourself. I went over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, you got a lot of damn gall to ask me if I've rehabilitated myself. I mean, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm sitting here on the bench. I mean, I'm sitting here on the group W bench. Cause you want to know if I'm moral enough to join army, burn women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug. <laughs> you guys, I, I, in this, against the spirit of everything we just talked about, uh, are we gonna have to cancel Alice's restaurant? Because I realize there is some like maybe light homophobia in it, right? Oh yeah, right. We just said this whole thing. Well, good thing this will be in the outro. Everybody can listen to the song, write a comment. <laughs> Do we need to cancel Alice's restaurant? Is <laughs> Alice's restaurant again canceled? Myself. There, it it's myself. like two lines out of a 19 minute song so maybe we can excuse it especially given the other material but i was just realizing like oh yeah i used to find that very funny and that's probably uh not okay anymore what well, well, all right listeners let us know cancel out of here <laughs>